Hey everyone, one quick note before we begin this episode. So a bit of exciting news, Scripture for Today has become its own podcast. So this week will be the last week that you can find these episodes on the Aliso Creek Church podcast. There's a link to the Scripture for Today podcast in the show notes, so click it and subscribe on Apple or Spotify, or you can listen on the new host site, which the link will direct you to. We've loved getting to make these devotionals, and we're hoping that this new format will help it to grow and expand. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me. My email is nick, N-I-C-K, at alisocreekchurch.org. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is Isaiah 52, verse 13, through chapter 53, verse 12. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's word as we listen to Stricken, Smitten, and Afflicted by Thomas Kelly, arranged by Fernando Ortega. Simple piano chords and low strings set a melancholy tone as Ortega's plaintive voice calls out the graphic text. The middle instrumental section features stronger piano chords and a soaring cello line, which leads into a final verse with additional harmonies and thicker textures, perhaps in reference to Jesus as our firm foundation.
sin but lightly, nor suppose the evil great. Here may view its nature rightly, here its guilt may estimate. Mark the sacrifice appointed, see who bears the awful Son of man and Son of God. Isaiah 52, 13 through 53, 12. Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which has not been told them, they see. And that which they have not heard, they understand. Who has believed what he heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him or no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, 
he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And they made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. On his deathbed, the famous 19th century German poet Heinrich Heine declared, of course God will forgive me. That's his job. The statement encapsulates a common modern sentiment about the nature of God and forgiveness. Too few of us understand or even attempt to understand the holiness of God and the severity of our sin. It's easy for us to become complacent about such things. But the display of the suffering servant shakes us out of our complacency. Our Savior's sacrifice reveals a truth that many of us would like to remain ignorant of, that all we like sheep have gone astray. And that our sin is so heinous, Jesus had to pay for it with his life. But the incredible, humbling, awe-inspiring thing that we celebrate on Good Friday is that Jesus was willing to. And what did this entail? Look at the descriptions in this text, what our Savior went through. When he came, he had no form or majesty that we should look at him. He had no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, as one from whom men hide their faces. He bore our griefs, he carried our sorrows, he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. He was oppressed, afflicted, like a lamb that is led to slaughter. This is what it took to deal with our sin. But what does the suffering servant, what does Good Friday reveal? The incredible love that God has for us. As John writes in 1 John 4.10, In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. It was the love of Jesus that drove him to the cross. In the moments that follow, I'd encourage you to take some time to thank Jesus for his incredible love for you.
Let's close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I'm to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I'm to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I'm to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I'm to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words and give me the spirit of Jesus. Amen.